Hugs and Meach. Hope you're doing well um, this Passover. Hallelujah. It's an awesome day. Passover. It's an incredible time. It's always a great time to share it with others. We love the joy of what happens around our Passover table. And uh, that was uh, very different tonight. You know, we spent the day in preparation, doing all the cooking, getting things in place. And um, what we did is, you know, we cooked food for Haley's parents as well so that they had... Uh, food all prepared because we went into full lockdown uh, in Israel. We went into lockdown at uh, three o'clock today. So trying to get things done and make sure that we have food delivered and things was quite a challenge. Then later on, all you saw was helicopters and stuff patrolling the area, making sure people are staying in. You've got to stay in your home you're not allowed out. That was from three o'clock today until tomorrow morning. Hallelujah. So, you know, we did something a little different this year, something I shared with you all uh, a few days back. Um, what we did uh, today that was different is we put up lights around the door and uh, we also uh, put scriptures around the doorposts of our home. Why? Because Passover is about Yeshua the Mashiach, the Messiah. It's really amazing as we study into the scriptures and how we see Yeshua in the feasts of the Lord because that's where he is found. All the feasts are about him. So when you hear the Christian church saying, oh no, no, we don't do the, the feasts because the Old Testament's all done away with. Well, the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. Hallelujah. And as we go back to the Torah, as we go back to the Tanakh, what we're doing is we're going back and we are finding who he is. We're finding his identity uh, from the beginning, from Genesis chapter 1 all the way through uh, basically to Micah. We're seeing the prophetic writings of what Yeshua and the Messiah is going to do in the future. We see what he uh, did before he came and when he came. Hallelujah. You know, it's not, uh, it's not new, the work that he has done. But uh, what I want to share with you, I just want to share with you some of the scriptures we put around the doorposts of uh, our property. Not that there's any magic in it, but we just want to make a declaration. And it is important that we do things physically. Um, that we act out our faith. You know, we, we can proclaim our faith, but if we act it out, I believe it's an important part of the faith journey. Go and dip yourself seven times in the river uh, and then go and uh, show yourselves before the priests uh, for your healing. Well, you know, why don't you just pray for me to be healed? Why have I got to do, go through this process of dipping in this dirty, disgusting river? And the reality is sometimes there's things that we have to do. There's things that we have to work out. And as we do these acts, we see the victory of Messiah. I'll never forget when I was leaving the dairy um, after ministering and preaching the gospel in this dairy and, and working there for just over a year. Um, I'm saying, Father... 
I appreciate being in this dairy. I appreciate what's happening here. But you have called me to preach the gospel. You've called me to be a proclaimer of your name. And I have done faithfully what you've called me to do in this place. Now it's time for us to move out. It's time to, to move out, to, to make a difference for this generation. I'm asking the Father, you know, send me. Is this time to go? I appreciate you're teaching me a trade by the voice of the Spirit working in the dairy. But I'm asking the Father, will you send me? Will you send me? And as we come to these feasts, one thing that's important about the feasts is we recognize the the power in the blood of the Lamb. The power in the blood of the Lamb. You know, it's about what is our identity? Where are we found? Are we found in him? And when we see so many believers in the Messiah, in the Christian world, denying, oh, you know, we're not going to do Passover. We're not going to do these feasts. Almost offended at the fact of doing the feasts because uh, Yeshua has died and risen from the dead. When in reality, we go back and we look at the beauty of what we see uh, within uh, the, the working of Messiah. So if you're just joining, thanks for joining with us. I just want to say happy Passover. Hugs to you. Hope you are blessed today, encouraged in the spirits. And you know, this, the scripture I just wanted to proclaim today is uh, is what we read uh, from Romans chapter five. It's since we have now been justified by His blood, how much more shall we be saved from Elohim's wrath through Him? For if when we were Elohim's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son. How much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? Not only is this so, but we also rejoice in Elohim through uh, our Lord Yeshua the Messiah, through whom we have now received reconciliation. And as we look at Passover and as we look at, you know, Yeshua being the Passover lamb, what has the Messiah done? We saw that death angel going through basically to say, loose my people. This is the last plague that's taken place in the book of Exodus. It's the last plague. This is, this is the deepest attack into the hearts of Pharaoh. This is the deepest attack against Satan and, uh, and his uh, uh, demons. The greatest attack that you can imagine is dealing with the firstborn, um, breaking the firstborn, touching right close into Pharaoh's life with seeing his son die and the, uh, the, the firstborn of the entire nation dying, the firstborn of the animals dying. The power of the blood over the doorposts was so incredible. It was amazing to think about it. But here we have this portion of scripture. And what is it saying? Since we have now been justified by his blood, we recognize that Passover is about Yeshua. We proclaim that Yeshua is the heart of Passover. We are coming out of Egypt for what purpose? It's the gospel of the kingdom. It's the time where we see the manifestation of the gospel of the kingdom on the earth. Hallelujah. What do we see? We see uh, the Father 
taking the people, the children of Elohim, the descendants of Abraham, he takes them to the lowest point. You can't get any lower than where the Israelites were. You can't get lower. They were put into the place of slavery. They, they had no opinion. They had no options. They had to do as they were told. They were in bondage. There's nothing more dire than being in a place of bondage. There's nothing more dire than being chained, uh, you know, to that lowest point. Why did Elohim take the children of Israel to the lowest point? He took them to the lowest point so that he could bring forth his deliverance and demonstrate the power and authority in the name of Yehovah. We demonstrate the power and authority in his name. Let my people go. And we come today, this Passover, in the midst of uh, a pandemic here, with this plague that is invading the nations. But we should be a different people. We are called to prophesy and speak forth the word of Yehovah. And when we speak forth his word, that's where the change comes. It's not when the rabbis speak out. It's when the, 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 the servants of Yehovah, when the elders of God stand up, when those who are called uh, in the gifts and the anointing of the Spirit stand up. We have the power over principalities. So this Passover, we put some scriptures around the doorposts of um, our property. And the first one right at the top, I've got John 1 verse 29. Look, the Lamb of Elohim who takes away the sins of the world. Look, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Then I'm just going to read a few of the scriptures that I put up and I want to encourage you, you know, just doing this act, you know, I'm not saying that there's anything different in the act other than obedience and declaring over our property that this property belongs to Yehovah. We say to these viruses, we say to every form of attack, not just the virus, every assignment that Satan could have against you or against me. We put the blood, we put uh, the power of, of this feast, this appointed time over the doorposts of our heart, over our properties, and we say to Hasatan, you will not. We push back evil. That's what we are called to do. So Exodus chapter 12, verse 25 to 27. When you enter the land that Yehovah will give you as he promised, observe this ceremony. Uh, and when your children ask you, what does this ceremony mean to you? Then tell them it's the Passover sacrifice to Yehovah who passed over the houses of the Israelites in Egypt and spared our homes when he struck down the Egyptians. Then the people blew, uh, the people bowed down and worshipped. Hallelujah. The people bowed down and worshipped. We have got to proclaim to the next generation the power and the authority of what it truly means to walk in the Spirit. We've got to proclaim to the next generation that there is a God who manifested His kingdom, and the Word talks about His kingdom being established in this day. You and I are called to say, let your kingdom come, let your will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. 
So we want to say, bring your kingdom. And when he brings the kingdom, what does he do? He will bring forth healing. He will bring forth restoration. That's what happens when the kingdom comes. The fall of man, uh, the, 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 the curse over the earth uh, has to bow the knee to the, the manifestation of the kingdom of Yehovah. So even before all of the deliverances and the things had truly taken place, as we see in the life of Yeshua, what we see is the kingdom manifesting as they're coming out of Egypt. We see signs and wonders and miracles taking place. We see the people having to get to the place at the beginning when Moshe came to them. They weren't really that happy with what's going on. You know, Moses, where have you been anyway for the past 40 years? You know, people get offended when voices just start rising up uh, from the wilderness and proclaiming. And people are like, well, where do you come from? I, I, I don't know who you, you were. You know, you're not part of our sect. You're not part of our country club. You know, where did you come from out of the wilderness proclaiming a message? But the father... He's going to speak forth his word. And what he wants to do is he wants us to partake. He wants us to get hold of the word. Moses comes and says to the Israelites, it is time for freedom. It is time for you to walk in the promises and to see the victory and deliverance of your God today. This is the hour for that to happen. And that's the hour we are living in today. We are not going to sit back and just allow that whatever is going on within this world to affect us. We don't have to sell for that. Why? Because we are found in him. And we dealt with the scripture here in Romans chapter 5. We have been justified by his blood. So we rejoice in Elohim through Yeshua the Messiah, even uh, through, through Yeshua the Messiah, through whom we have now received reconciliation. We are reconciled back with Yehovah. So we have a part of the kingdom, the fullness of the kingdom dwelling within us. The question is, will we manifest the kingdom in this day? Will we proclaim his kingdom? Will we submit to the systems of this world? Are we going to press forward and proclaim his kingdom? Hallelujah. What did uh, Yeshua say in Matthew chapter 26? He says, this is the blood of the covenant which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. The Messiah shed his blood. He paid the price today. If we look at the timing, we, we have uh, Passover happening today. This is the exact week cycle of how it was when Yeshua died on the execution stake. It was exactly today. It's Wednesday night. That's when he laid down his life. It's three days and three nights. At the end of the Sabbath, he rose from the dead. Hallelujah. And people in their graves rose at the same time. It was so powerful. We have been raised up in him. Hallelujah. We are born again of the Spirit. So that is a couple of the scriptures we have around the door. I've also got Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 16. Observe the month of the Aviv and celebrate the Passover of Yehovah your Elohim. Because in this month of Aviv, he brought you out of Egypt by night. Sacrifice as the Passover to Yehovah. 
your Elohim, an animal from your flock or herd at the place Yehovah will choose as a dwelling for his name. I want to ask you a question. Where is the place that Yehovah has chosen as a dwelling for his name? It's right here. It's your heart. It's my heart. He said, I will dwell within you. I will come and sup with you. I want to meet with you. I want to walk with you. Hallelujah. So we can operate in the Passover. We don't need to have the temple in Jerusalem. And the Passover is done in the homes anyway. And the places where we are we're called to dwell. But we can function. We can function uh, because we have the name of Yehovah over our lives. We, we hold the dwelling of his name. Do not eat it with bread made with yeast. Uh, but for seven days eat unleavened bread, the bread of affliction, because you left Egypt in haste. So that all the days of your life you, you may remember the time of your departure from Egypt. And this is important for us today. You know, we didn't physically come out of the land of Egypt, but we came out of the world system. We accepted the Messiah. So share your testimony this Passover. Take an opportunity to speak and, and talk about how you were delivered, how you were saved. Look what the Father has done. How did you depart from a life of sin? How did you come into the place where the Father has called you to be? And we also look back at the glory of Yehovah and the manifestation of his kingdom, of the departure of Egypt. Let, let no yeast be found in your possession in all your land for seven days. Do not let any of the meat of your sacrifice on the evening of the first day remain until morning. You must not sacrifice the Passover in any town Yahweh your Elohim gives you, except in the place he will choose as a dwelling for his name. There you must sacrifice the Passover in the evening when the sun goes down on the anniversary of your departure from Egypt. Roast it and eat it at the place Yehovah your Elohim will choose. Then in the morning return to your tents for six days, eat unleavened bread, and on the seventh day hold an assembly to Yehovah your Elohim and do no work. The Father wants us to focus on these things. He wants us to take time out uh, for us to recognize what took place. You know, it talks about uh, uh, the, the second exodus that we see in Jeremiah chapter 16. And, uh, you know, yeah, I've worked with projects bringing the Jews back to Israel for years, you know, going back to the 90s. And what they told me, they, they said, you are witnessing the second exodus. I actually don't believe that we're witnessing the second exodus yet. We are seeing part of it. But we are not truly seeing the second exodus. Why? Because the second exodus is about the whole house of Israel returning. It's not just about Judah returning. Because, we, you know, we, we're not, we don't have replacement theology when we're dealing with the word Judah or the word Israel. Judah is not the whole house of Israel. Some of you might be like, what? I didn't know that. Judah is only one of the tribes. It's only part of the southern kingdom.
But we are seeing within the scripture that the whole house of Israel has to return to the land. So even in the midst of the virus and, and the global shutdown and uh, all of the things that's going on, and you can believe what you want to believe about all these different theories and what's happening. And, and really, look, you know, I'm not really concerned trying to unravel what the world's doing. I'm more concerned about pressing in to know what the Father is doing. What is the promises that he has sent to us? What is the words that he is speaking through his word concerning the days in which we live? We have signs We've got signposts within the scripture to help us understand where we are today. We have to see the return of his whole house. We cannot accept that just one part is returning and the, the part that's returning is returning and setting up a system called uh, modern day Zionism, which is not even biblical Zionism. The foundation of what we have in Israel today is not founded on the scripture. It is anti-Messiah. It's against Yeshua. It doesn't want to see the victory of Yeshua manifest. But what it says, it says in verse 14 of, of uh, Jeremiah chapter 6, However, the days are coming, declares Yehovah, when men will no longer say, As surely as the Lord lives, who brought the Israelites up out of Egypt, but they will say, As surely as the Lord lives, who brought the Israelites up out of the land of the north, out of the countries where he has banished them, for I will restore them to the land I gave their forefathers. They're not going to... We're not going to talk about the first exodus anymore. Wow, you think the first exodus is powerful? It is so powerful that when we share the testimony of the first exodus, people come to faith in Messiah. Jewish people wake up as we show the purpose of the gospel of the kingdom preached from the book of Exodus. They wake up to the faith. They come alive in the midst of it. But we are not in the days right now where we are seeing uh, the second exodus on such a level that we're no longer talking about the first exodus. In all the homes in the land of Israel right now, you know, you know, I just could hear them singing Dai Dai Enu from the houses and the, and the street around because people are not allowed to gather. Um, you know, very small gatherings right now, not how we usually do things. But even in the midst of all of it, we're still talking about the first exodus. So, Father, we want to pray for an outpouring of your spirit that who would have thought that the entire world would be in lockdown? You know, if you looked in October last year, you know, you, would, you couldn't have imagined what we are witnessing today. The landscape, everything that's happening, the spirit of fear that is impacting the world. But let me ask a question. Is the spirit of faith rising up in you? Is the light getting brighter within you in the midst of everything that we are facing? Are we seeing the glory of God manifesting within our lives in a greater way? Are we seeing his victory over our lives? So one of the other scriptures I have on the doorpost uh, going around my house is 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. And you know, it's dealing with sin. It's dealing with those who are making wrong choices. But it's referring back to the foundation of what we see within Passover and unleavened bread. In verse 7 it says, get rid of the old yeast. And then it gets very personal. 
so that you may be a new unleavened batch. This is the New Testament speaking. That you, that me, that we may be a new unleavened batch as you really are. This is who you really are. The question is, do you know who you are? That's why we've got to reflect and of going through the feast for the importance of making sure that we are in the cycle of God, that we are following his heart, the rhythm of his heart. So we are in, 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 in flow, in the right flow with the Father at this time. And this is what I love about what it says. For Messiah, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. Yeshua, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. Therefore, let us keep Easter. Is that what it says in your Bible? Is that what it says? Therefore, let us keep Easter. Uh, let us follow pagan practices and the gods of other nations. That's not what it says in my Bible. No, what it says is, therefore, let us keep the festival not with the old bread uh, leavened with malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. So we are this new batch Let's get rid of that old yeast. You know, you can't walk in the old. This is the whole purpose of what bulldozer faith is all about. What are we living for? We're saying to people, will you get Yeshua, get Jesus out of your backpack and let's have him in your heart. If you truly, truly are born of the Spirit and walking in His ways, you will embrace the feasts of the Lord. You won't want to do uh, pagan practices and just say, well, you know, this is just what it means for me. Well, it doesn't really matter what it means for you. It's what, how does God see it within His eyes? Therefore, let us keep the festival, not with the old bread, leavened with malice and wickedness. Let's get the sin out of our life. Let's get rid of malice. Let's get rid of wickedness. But with unleavened bread, with sincerity and truth. We want to speak forth the truth of Yehovah to bring supernatural transformation within our lives today. We proclaim his promises. Another scripture around my door is Isaiah 53 verse 7. And, uh, you know, share your scriptures. If you've got scriptures around your door, take a picture. Uh, just post it in the comments. I think you can post. Maybe you can't post in the comments. Uh, but anyway, just uh, post on uh, Bulldozer Faith uh, site. Just post it and we'll make sure that it's seen there uh, on this feed um, of what you do for Passover, your Passover table. Let's make a, a declaration of the importance of doing Passover. But we have Isaiah 53, verse 7. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep before the shearers is silent, so he did not open his mouth. Led like a lamb to the slaughter. He didn't open his mouth. Father, we thank you that you took on, that you bore sin for us through your son. We are indebted 
to the finished work of Yeshua. We thank you, Yeshua, for what you have done within our lives. Hallelujah. It says in Romans chapter 3, verse 24, it says, And all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Yeshua, the Messiah. We are justified freely. We thank you for the mercy of Yehovah, for his grace, just as he covered the children of Israel's homes as the deaf angel came over and dealt judgment against Egypt. Why? Why wasn't the angel intelligent enough to identify who were uh, Israelites? We also see a, a portion here, or, or we can take the message from this, that uh, obedience is required. The father, he's not stupid. He knows who his people are. He knows who Israel is. He knows who the descendants of Abraham are. But here's the question. Are you going to be obedient? This is what Moshe is speaking. Moses has given him instruction. Thus says the Lord. This is what the Lord God Almighty is saying. This is what you have to do. You need to put the blood over the doorposts of your heart. You're going to partake of the lamb. The matzah is what you, you take with you. And that's how we celebrate it. Uh, because we left Egypt in haste. And we're going to shut our doors while this deaf angel comes over. The father could have easily gone through out the whole of Egypt and just missed all of Israel. That would not have been too difficult for the creator of the universe. But there was something important about every family being obedient. When the manna came in the wilderness, he tested them. He tested them, you know. This is a test. Will you keep my Sabbath? Uh, will you gather just enough for the day? I'm testing you in the wilderness with the manna. Hallelujah. So we see the importance of a greater exodus that is coming. Yes, things are, are, are stirring up within the nations. And this is a time for a mighty outpouring of his spirit to take place. And I, I tell you, we are about to see one of the greatest awakenings of the Spirit in the world. But more than anything, we're going to see a mighty outpouring right here in the land of Israel. It is time. Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 7. So then the days are coming, declares Yehovah, when the people will no longer say, as surely as the Lord lives who brought the Israelites up out of Egypt, but they will say, as surely as the Lord lives who brought the descendants of Israel up out of the land of the north, out of all the countries where he had banished them, and they will live in their own land. Hallelujah. They will live in their own land. We shout the victory today in Messiah. I also put Psalm 91 up round the doorposts. Um, and we read that the other day. And just encourage you every day. Just proclaim the scriptures. We have the authority to proclaim the scriptures over our lives. Psalm 34 verse 79. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him. And he delivers them. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and he delivers them. Taste and see that Yehovah is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. Fear Yehovah, you his holy people, for those who fear him lack nothing. 
Father, we come to you tonight and we want to be those who are tasting and seeing that you are good, that we are walking in your ways. We, we come against the spirit of fear. We are not going to walk in fear, but we are protected by your spirit. We speak a supernatural protection over our lives. And this Passover, we proclaim to the, uh, to the principalities that this virus is over in Yeshua's name. It is time for it to be over in Yeshua's name because this is an appointed time of the Father. Ephesians chapter 6. Let's just go there, verse 10. Finally, be strong in Yehovah and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of Elohim so that you can take your stand against the devil's skin schemes for our struggle is not against flesh and blood but against the rulers against the authorities against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms so here we are being taught we are being taught to put on the armor and this is this is our invitation you are called to move into battle in this dimension not just in the dimension of your, you know, just sorting out what's going on in your, you know, around your own property or in your own house. No, no. You have authority to stand against the devil's schemes. So, right now, what do we do? We stand against the schemes of the enemy. Hallelujah. Verse 13. Therefore, put on the full armor of Elohim, so that when the day of evil comes... The day of evil is here. When the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Hold on a sec, just going to blow my nose here. Hallelujah. Try and get refreshed here. I don't know what it is about the evenings. Amen. Anyway, put on the... Where are we at here? Stand your ground. After you've done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist. Then what's important here, it says, when you have done all to stand, stand firm then. And this is something I teach on a regular basis because I've been brought to the place many times where you have done all to stand. And you think, well, if you've done all to stand, you haven't got any ability to stand because you have done all to stand. So there has to be a dimension that we move into when we've done all to stand. And that's the supernatural. That's moving into the walk of the Spirit. When you've done all to stand, you can't stand on this earth any longer. We have to stand in the heavenlies. In this season, we're going to have tragedy and events happening around us, or we could be having. And are we prepared for that, to minister into the hearts of those around us? Are we prepared to proclaim over the dead that they come alive because that's elementary teachings within the scripture we have the authority to lay hands on the sick we can also lay hands on the dead and say you come back to life in yeshua's name why because yeshua already has the victory over death hell and the grave hallelujah 
So stand firm with the belt of truth buckled around your waist with the breastplate of righteousness in place and your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith which you can extinguish the flaming arrow of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of Elohim, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for the saints. With, with this in mind, be alert. Here we are in Passover, we're going into unleavened bread, we're in a season where the Father is saying, make sure that we are walking in sincerity and truth. Make sure that we are getting rid of all of the junk. Every year, the Father wants us to come to a place to make sure that we are getting rid of the junk. Not, not well, more than once a year. We have Day of Atonement as well. And we should be keeping short accounts on a daily basis of how we are living our lives and how we are walking out our destiny on a day-to-day -day basis. But this is a time where we're called to stop. This is a time where we have a high Sabbath as we go into unleavened bread. And Father, we want to be purified in you. We want to be equipped. So when we put the armor of Yehovah on, we are healthy soldiers for your kingdom. And we need this armor. What do we need this armor for? You know, you, you don't walk around with truth if you're dealing with, a, a, you know, someone in the flesh. No, this armor is preparing you spiritually to deal with principalities. If you can get through this armor, if you can study this week through the armor and get to the place where you know that you are walking in the authority, then you will not be afraid to come against the principalities over regions. You won't be afraid to come against the devil's schemes, no matter how high the level. You can proclaim his word and truth and see the victory in Messiah. Hallelujah. God has an army that is marching through the land. It is time for the army of Yehovah to rise. I'm going to keep our message short tonight because I want people to get on and enjoy their Passover. We've had a great time here with uh, the family, with Haley and Hannah. It's been awesome. We've had worship. We've had uh, feasting. And, you know, we sat at the table of plagues tonight. That's how we did it. We sat around the table of plagues and we just proclaimed the word of Yehovah for such a time as this. Yes, we're speaking for our protection, but we're also asking the Father to equip us so that our armor is of such that we can deal with the principalities in the heavenly realms. And I want to encourage you today, get armed. Understand that you are justified by the blood of Yeshua. You are not of this world. You have authority. <laughs> if you could just get a hold, maybe, maybe you have got a hold, hallelujah, then we are encouraging each other and we are cheering each other on in the work of Yehovah. But if you're not there, if you're, if you're struggling and you're not understanding your purpose, then I encourage you that you are called to be involved in battles in the heavenly realms, dealing with the devil's schemes and breaking the struggles and the assignments that the enemy has against us. This is a day for us to rise up. 
So I just want to speak that encouragement over you. I just want to read 1 Peter chapter 1, just in closing, it says in verse 18, For you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your ancestors, but with the precious blood of Messiah, <coughs> a lamb without blemish or defect. Hallelujah. <coughs> the hour has come for us to rise up and be who the Father has called us to be. Well, it's after one o'clock in the morning, quarter past one in the morning. I'm going to get an early night. <laughs> I just uh, appreciate you. Thanks for joining with us. Go to bulldozerfaith.com, connect with the ministry, and have a blessed uh, <coughs> have a blessed Passover. I'll check with the comments and uh, uh, just uh, do some feedback before I finish tonight. Until tomorrow, Yehovah bless. Hallelujah. <laughs>